Business Brain, episode 479 for Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. (music) Greetings, folks, and welcome to Business Brain, the show where we take ideas, we dissect them together so that we can tune our business brains and be better at living our charmed lives. Sponsors for this show include Miro.com slash podcast, where your first three Miro boards are free forever. It's a great visual platform. And Zinch, where at the URL financingthatworks.com, you can save 250 bucks because they're waiving their app fee for business brain listeners. We'll talk more in depth about both of those in a little bit. For now, here in Durham, New Hampshire, back here in Durham, New Hampshire, after being at Podcast Movement in Denver, I'm Dave Hamilton. And still out here in Lafayette, California, I'm Shannon Jean. Yeah, How man. you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I learned, I learned many things at Podcast Movement. One of the things that I learned that I was eager to share with you and everyone here is, you know how it is, is, is with chat... With ChatGPT, right? So this is yeah. for those of us that are using AI t- as to to assist us in our work. One of the limitations of ChatGPT is the number of characters that you can paste in. So if you want it to distill something down, uh, yes, right? Yes. You, you know, you got two thousand characters. Maybe it's four thousand. I can't remember, but it's it's not very many. You got to break it up. It, yeah. You got to break it up, and it starts getting weird, and it forgets, and you know those sorts of things. Well. Uh, I had several people over the course of the you know forty eight hours that I was there tell me about this engine called Claude Two. Uh, oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. Well, this is the this is the key. It's at Claude C L A U D E dot A I, and uh, it allows you to upload text files, PDFs, and you can say, "Great, take this this uh, text file of." Like I uploaded our, we take the transcript. We we have this AI engine called Whisper generate a transcript for the mm, podcast, sure. right? Listens to the the audio, generates a transcript. It's not perfect, but certainly close enough to then distill down. I uploaded that as a text file to Claude Two and said, "Take this and distill it down for, to two paragraphs for the show." And boom, it worked great. So uh, yeah, I'm, right I'm now really stoked. It's free at the moment. You know, I don't know. Like who knows? Yeah, yeah, things yeah. are going to evolve, but yeah, uh, I was I was That's excited. Pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yep. I like that. Yep. So let's check that out. Uh, we got an email from listener Jeff who asked, uh, he says, I recently left a position as the IT director of a global organization. So I had a dozen or so people in the U.S. and teams around the world. I was frequently dealing with issues that impacted our global sites, and I was the one having to problem solve and troubleshoot with people calling me for opinions and ideas from everywhere. Then I left the position, and all of that stopped the next day. I knew it was time to go, but it turns out mentally, maybe even emotionally, this was way harder than I had anticipated. You folks, Dave, he says, specifically, you talk about having recently sold the Mac Observer, where you were, of course, in charge. And I'm guessing that you probably had similar issues. How did you deal with that? Or did that not impact you in quite the same way? In other words, how do you transition from being the dude to what's his name? Um, With Mac Observer, it was a little bit different because 
A, I kept all my podcasts, right, including Mac Geek Gab, which was certainly a part of the Mac Observer for a long time. Uh, but also we kept Business Brain and and kept Gig Gab, the show for musicians that I do. So, right. you know, it, I was still like I didn't give up every part of my identity. And I was also on a two month consulting retainer to help with any transition issues at Mac Observer. But I did stop. Immediately upon the sale happening or upon the sale being announced to the staff and sort of the keys being handed over, I immediately stopped going to staff meetings. And and so that was the emotionally tough part for me. We had really built that connection, right? That connection. Yeah. We'd built a really yeah. good team, you know, and, and we sold this just after sort of the COVID lockdowns were sort of winding down. And during those lockdowns, that team, we all became a real support system for each other. And and losing that, um, but yeah, it, it it was as as excited as I was to have my you know noon to one p.m. or noon to noon thirty slot every day now free and not having to organize my day about around being around for that daily sort of sync up with the staff. I was also like, whoa! After like three days of not being there, I was like, oh, I missed the team, and I couldn't yeah. go. Like, I couldn't just reach Wait. out to them and say. No. Hey, we should hang out, you know, because that, obviously that would have been it weird, have been, yes. inappropriate. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is know, it is a, a real challenge. Yeah. And my take on it's a little bit different because I, I've also had the experience of becoming uh, like no longer the man, if you will, while I still own the company. Right. I think that's As a great the, goal, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, it yeah. is. But at the time, I thought I was making a mistake. I was screwing mm. up, you know, kind of like, wait, they don't they don't need me here anymore. And actually, it was my wife that pointed it out. You know, yeah. she says, hey, they, these people don't need you here to do this. Go do something else. And so the, that doing something else uh, kind of freed me up to start something while I'm in the office. And so I changed my whole idea, philosophy about Okay, well, this place that I was going to every day is kind of the base of my operations. And when somebody needs me, they'll come ask me. And I walked around in the morning. I've talked about that a lot. You know, I yep. cooked barbecue for them Friday, so I kept connected. But nobody wanted me coming around to, to them most of the time because they were doing their job. So yeah. finding something else to do. And then when I – it did help when I eventually did sell that business because um, I kind of had already worked my way out. But you do lose that connection with the people, which is – it's terrific. It's one big thing about starting businesses that I don't think people talk enough about the benefit of building kind of your own community. It, oh it's yeah. Hugely rewarding. It's your own community. Yeah, it, it is your own community, but it, you know, you will, you were the dude there, Jeff, right. And, and you are no longer the dude there anymore. And maybe right now you don't see yourself as the dude anywhere, you will be again someday. Like you will yeah. create an environment, either your own business or you will work for, you know, somewhere else where, where you, you, you have this as part of your skill set, making yourself seemingly indispensable. Of course, none of us are actually indispensable, right? You know, somebody could always take sure. over, but, but that thing where people really come to rely on you, you, you've already proven that you can do that once. I can tell you that it means you can do that again. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. And, and I, I responded to Jeff. You know, go, 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 volunteer in the meantime until yeah. you start some. Be that those, like idea. with Score, uh, they love you know people like you that can help other executives and young business people that are just getting started. So, so that could be very rewarding for you. All right, look, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Miro. 
Listen, at first glance, this might seem like just a simple digital whiteboard, but Miro's capabilities run far beyond that. It's a visual collaboration tool where the whole team can build on one another's ideas and create something innovative together from anywhere. This whole shift that we've done to distributed work has broken many old and existing processes, right? Well, Miro, our sponsor, gives your entire organization a way to replicate in-person meetings no matter where you're working and all those rituals to drive your business forward. You can shorten time to launch so your customers get what they need faster. With Miro, you need only one tool to see your vision come to life. Planning, researching, brainstorming, designing, and feedback cycles. It can all happen across teams in Miro. So you can hop into a board, check progress, leave feedback, or even contribute at any time. This speeds up input, and that means you're speeding up outcomes, and you get to cut out any confusion on who needs to do what by mapping out all those processes, roles, and timelines. That's a super important thing. We talk about that here all the time. Your first three Miro boards are free forever when you sign up today at Miro.com slash podcast. So you really want to go and take a look at this. You get to view and share the big picture overview in a cinch because when everyone has a voice, everyone can tap into a single source of truth and this keeps everybody engaged. So again, your first three Miro boards are free forever when you sign up. Sign up today at Miro.com slash podcast and our thanks to Miro for sponsoring this episode. Next up is our sponsor, Zinch. Look, if you own a small business, you know that unexpected costs can arise at any time. But Zinch understands that the unexpected is actually expected and happens when you're running a business. So why wait around for a sudden impact to your business? Check out Zinch today to see how you can become prepared and stay prepared. And this is because Zinch is a direct lender tailored to small and medium-sized businesses that makes loans simple, fast, and flexible. And Zinch can approve up to $250,000 in under two days. When you partner with Zinch, you won't have to wait months for a traditional bank loan, right? You've got different expenses that come up. The cost from expanding your workforce to some problem that like destroys your technology. Maybe you need to get a new computer because of a lightning strike like I did, right? Zinch can help you with what you need when you need it. Their specialists work with you to help you choose the best solutions for your needs. And there are no commissions or third-party approvals. So Zinch can give you better rates, faster approvals, and keep your info secure. Don't wait for an emergency. Apply today with Zinch for a limited time. Look, Zinch is waiving application fees for everyone that listens to Business Brain here. That's a $250 value for just minutes of your time. So go straight to this special URL, financingthatworks.com. Again, that's financingthatworks.com. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California finance lender's law license. And our thanks to Zinch. For sponsoring this episode. Shannon, you found this video from a guy named James Clear. Uh, he spoke at a, yeah. at a ConvertKit conference, I, I guess it was. And I, this, this video blew my mind. Uh, he, was Amazing. Just, he was talking about, for lack of a better term, motivation. But, but in fact, what he did was talk, he did not talk about motivation. He, he talked about avoiding needing motivation to do things. He talked about setting up and architecting your life and your environment so that things just get done. Uh, and I, I, I would love to talk through this a little bit 
uh, some yeah, of the things that great, I learned. You know, James, yeah, James Clear's the uh, author of Atomic Habits, which is another terrific book. Uh, and I, I love the concept of this this talk he did at this Convert Kit um, conference. And the first thing that really, or, or one of the biggest takeaways for me is to be successful, focus on the start uh, and not the finish, right? And that's such a, a, a systems way to think. Instead of putting this, and I know people love these big, hairy, audacious uh, goals out there, right? And trying to, and striving toward, towards them. But so many people fail at that with the, end as the goal, but starting, uh, you know, he gave an example of someone that wanted to just get to the gym more. And so they really focused on getting out. They were living in, I think, New York city focused on getting out of their apartment and hailing a cab. That was the first, that was the system. And that got them to the gym, not a, a bunch of other stuff about getting in shape and all this kind of thing. And I, and I just like that those small th- steps he talks about this a lot too. Well, he, the 1%, he, he, right? yeah, he adapted the two perc- the, the two minute rule, right? Yeah. Which is from David Allen and that whole thing. And the, the two minute rule is a good, I, I like this rule. If you think of something to do, or you are presented with something to do and you know that it's going to take you two minutes or less, you're already thinking about it. You're already focused on it. Do it now. And right. that way you're not putting it back into your mind again. Right. Cause it, it's already there. Just do it. And you're done. Of course, going to the gym and working out, as he, you know, as, as James Clear pointed out in his talk, is going to take more than two minutes. However, starting that process is exactly. not going to take more than two minutes. And so focus on the two minutes to get started, because once you're going, it's really easy to keep going. And he he talked about four stages of habit formation, right? Noticing things that you want to change, right? Wanting to change it doing something and this falls into that doing category and then of course liking the results and what i loved and to take the gym analogy sort of you know i know we're sort of jumping around in this out of order but you know if we've started with the doing right the yeah. two minutes okay figure out the the first two minutes and then you're you're off to the races right the the liking it especially with say working out and this is true with a lot of things in our lives we won't see the actual positive impact from working out for, you know, weeks or probably months, right? Like it, it's going to take some time, maybe even years. So you have to find some artificial thing about it that you can like and enjoy. And he says, he, he suggests the Seinfeld strategy. And mm. the Seinfeld strategy is this <laughs> thing where an up and coming comic asked Jerry Seinfeld, you know, uh, they were like backstage somewhere, you know, and Jerry had a name for himself. This up and coming guy didn't. And he asked Jerry how, you know, what advice do you have for me to be successful? And Jerry said, well, the best thing I can tell you is, you know, you want to get better at writing jokes. You want to write better jokes. And the way to do that is to write jokes. Don't like, don't just wait around for the good yeah, ones. Exactly. Just keep Start. writing jokes. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yep. And, and he says, do it every day. And when you do it, you know, get one of those year long calendars that shows a day, you know, has a box for every day. And when you write jokes for whatever, even 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it's going to be, put an X through that day. And then Seinfeld says, you're going to have a couple of false starts, but once you get going, you're going to have four or five days in a row. Don't break the chain. Always write new jokes. And 
that can become your reward. Now, James Clear adds an asterisk to this. He says, you know, you are going to miss. You are going to break the chain. Something's going to happen. Don't let that completely derail you. Have a rule that never miss twice in a row. Right. So if you break yeah, like the it. chain, isn't considered broken because this is only your own perception of it. Right. You don't you don't even have to share this with anybody. It's your perception of the chain. So as long as you never miss twice in a row, the chain is still intact and you're yep. still doing your thing. And I loved this. Uh, you know, that's yeah, brilliant. He, he says, you know, habits, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Right. Yeah, it's, I love it's, that. It's a great line. Yep. And he's he's focused in, uh, and we'll we'll link this uh, video for you in the show notes. This talk, and is stacking up these little one percent improvements. Whether it's you know you're writing every day, doing jokes every day, like in that example, and it it's really powerful and it really works. Um, he, he also talks about your environment. You know. Uh, and around you and not be not being a victim of the environment, but actually architect of the environment. So if there's, you know, food that you don't want to be eating, well, don't don't have it near you. You know, put don't, it, in the back put of the it on the counter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put it in the yeah. back of the cupboard. So maybe once in a while you're going to dip dip into that. Or if you want to read more, um, like, you know, I want to read every night when I go to bed. That's okay. just my thing. Yep. And so my book is right on but or right on my nightstand next to bed, I, I get in bed. The first thing I do is I reach over and I can grab my book. So it's, you create this environment, you know, if you don't, if, if, if TV or Netflix is sucking you in, take it off, take it off the TV. Don't, you know, or move it or do something different. And uh, think about these little small changes that you can make that really improve. And think about how you can use them in your business. You know, what, what happens when your employees walk in the door in the morning? You right. Know, how how do you want that flow to work, and what do they see first off? You know, are they seeing problems? Or are they seeing, you know, motivational place? We used to do business with a a repair company, and one thing I loved is as as you walk down the hall, he had framed pictures of just quotes, you know, motivational things. But then as you as you got further into the to the building, they had comments from customers and how their business had helped them or good, you know, positive feedback, that kind of stuff. Sure. And he would always change those out. So there was something new to read. And then you worked your way back into the break room to kind of stash your lunch or whatever. Sure. Think about how, how that impacts you, your employees, you know, what's in their way or what's helping them, uh, you know, to, to get things done that you want them to do. It's worth watching this video. One, I have one more thing from the video to share. And then another thing that just sort of, uh, serendipitously crossed my path right after I watched this video. Um, he says, this is more about setting your perception of yourself. And I'm paraphrasing here than it is anything else. He says, you know, the actions that you take provide what he said was the actions that you take provide evidence for who you are. I would modify that phrase and say the actions that you take provide you with evidence for who mm. you are. If you study Spanish every week, you'll believe that you are studious, right? Yeah. And I, I loved that idea. And after I'd finished watching the video, in fact, it was the next day, I saw someone post a quote that is attributed to Mel Robbins. And I, I don't know if this is correct or not. And I don't, I'm not sure I know who Mel Robbins is. I don't think it matters. The quote is, you'll watch an entire Netflix series even when the first episodes are slow because someone told you it gets ah. better. 
But what if you looked at your goals like that and watched your life get better Uh, instead? Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Right? I I recently, yeah, I recently posted on X slash Twitter that, you know, uh, because everybody talks about, you got to keep doing good, going, 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 you can't quit. And they're right. I mean, if you listen to uh, our first podcast, you know, eight years ago, I, I was terrible. You know, when I go back and listen to that. But, you know, 478 or uh, yeah. 79 into that, it, it's a whole, di- it's in a different story, hopefully. Uh, and, uh, so <laughs> it's it, changed. It just, We're not yeah, sure if it's, it's better changed. or worse. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. But think in all the iteration that we've done. You Absolutely. Know, logos, names, lengths, dur- uh, uh, frequency, all these different things that you try out. Um and it's, you know, you're stacking up the, the little improvements and hopefully over time that's going to take you to a successful place and uh, go watch this video. I think you'll really love it. And tell us what you think. Feedback at businessbrain.show. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And you get entered to win a MacBook. That's right. Just like uh, Jeff did in uh, by, by submitting his question to us at the beginning of the show that we talked about. Jeff's entered. You can be entered just like Jeff. Feedback at businessbrain.show. Dot show. Make sure to check out financingthatworks.com and of course Miro.com slash podcast. Keep living that charmed life. We'll see you next time.